Hello, everyone, and welcome to Indy's Augmented Reality Podcast. In today's episode, we are joined by Yuli Borge, our Director of Account Management, and Adam Takach, our Director of Business Development. Yuli and Adam will talk about the core industries that Indy's clients come from. They'll discuss the challenges and objectives behind the client's AR-related inquiries and what AR as a technology is capable and not capable of. So let's get started. Yuli, how long have you been with the company and what is your current role? Um, so I've been uh, with Inda for almost six years and um, I started out as a um, assistant of assistant back in the um, old school times. And uh, throughout the years, I basically um, worked myself up uh, to a um, position where where I'm basically now responsible for most of the production in the company. I'm the um, account director in the, in, in the company. And um, so basically what I do is every project that comes in to the company is going through um, my supervision and my team. And um, I have to take responsibility for the delivery of uh, of, of every project. Um, this involves software and hardware development. Um, this involves uh, finding out new strategies, trying to uh, look for new uh, solutions, um, keeping uh, in touch with our subcontractors, um, vendors, and um, Sometimes it's just uh, a very surprising mix of, um, you know, tasks that we have to deal with in a, on a daily basis. It's certainly very challenging, but um, at the end of the day, I always go home in a way that, oh my God, I learned something new again. And uh, it never stops uh, amazing me because every day there is something new that we have to um, discover and then um, solve. Adam, uh, tell us about yourself and what you do. Sure. So mm, I'm leading the team who's responsible for our business development in the States, which means that, that we are picking up all the incoming inquiries, which are coming through either past projects or through the brand, how we are presented online um, and through our marketing efforts. And, and we are also actively reaching out to, to potential customers we feel would be a right fit to, to the products and, and the services that we are providing. Uh, what are the most common ob objectives and challenges behind these incoming inquiries? Yes, yeah, so the the most important challenges that that we are we are usually hearing from clients about is, is is usually client engagement or customer engagement because our expertise if if I would like to make it you know very simple lies in creating engagement um, on on pretty much any screen based setup so it can be a mobile device or or a fixed screen setup as well and that's usually you know one of the core challenges that we are we are solving but of course AR as a technology is capable of much more so you know sometimes we say that they are. Um, you know, places like theme parks or museums can take people on a time travel, or uh, they can show objects or, or spaces that that would not be able to mm, that they would not be able to show anyways because you know they're either long gone in history or they're just very far away geographically. So, and the challenges are very diverse, but usually they are around client engagement um, or getting a message out through a more effective channel than than you know the traditional audio and video that that we've seen in the past years. Uh, what industries does Indy work with and why is AR relevant to these industries? 
So our industries, the core industries that we are focusing on are, are primarily um, retail, advertising, um, education, and entertainment. So, so the, these are the four core industries that we are looking at at the moment and, and you know, from, from where mo- most of our inquiries are coming. Um, and why do you think that the technology is relevant to them? So, you know, because of the exact same reasons. So, because these are the industries who are tend to have the challenge that they need to provide the newest technologies, and and this is just this comes back to to customer engagement. Because you know, when you are running a theme park or you are you're managing a museum or you are crafting an advertising campaign, you need to create engaging experiences where you know customers and, and visitors can just step in and enjoy and even share the moment. And and this is what we can help with. Uh, what is AR as a technology capable and not capable of? And this is a question for both of you because I think you both have experience. Um, I, I would let Julie go first. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, um, the the side that I can uh, talk about more is basically the the end user who is uh, who is on the site enjoying the experience that we usually uh, deliver to very different kinds of uh, clients. Um, the genuine um, perception of the experiences is always a huge smile on people's faces because they f- somehow find themselves in a situation which they have never been in before. Um, there is a very nice experience, um, a nice memory from a couple of years ago where we were in uh, Bristol um, in installing our uh, Arctic Explorer experience in a natural history museum. Uh, in cooperation with BBC and um, that content features um, waves and water and uh, all kinds of Arctic animals and uh, there was an old man walking up uh, to the screen and he was looking at it and he was looking at us and he was looking around and he was asking but but where is the water and uh, that was like a genuine um, you know realization of AR and the total confusion behind it as well <laughs> because obviously you look up at you look up on a screen you see yourself as a mirror in a mirror image and then you look around yourself and then you don't see the things that you see on the screen so obviously the people usually in a couple of seconds realize what's going on and then they burst out laughing or or they're just simply amazed so from my perspective um, it's it's a storytelling tool it's a it's um it's a messaging tool to people to to feel something to to perceive something that they would normally not and through this you can i think send uh, uh, messages and and things to think uh, not in a direct way so that it it somehow gets into you and and you you remember it as a nice memory and not as a direct advertisement Mm, yeah, I, I love that. I think you know the, the smile is a big one. So, uh, what, what we can see, I think, across the world, wherever we install, is that you know when we switch on any of our systems, people start to smile, and that's that's a huge one for me because you know um, I think if we would pose that question to to any any business owner that you know you can make your your visitors smile, like would you like to do that? Probably they would say yes. I would I would love to do that. Uh, so so I think you know that's that's simple. simple simple um, outcome of, of AR experiences if, if they are you know designed in the right way but probably one of one of the most important ones 
Um, and of course, we can we can talk about more technical things like you know mm, positioning three D content in the in in the physical world, which is you know which which what you just described that you know um, that we can we can make characters and and environments appear you know in in, in certainly not too exciting places. <laughs> and also, I think that's important to to mention that. Nowadays, if you want to engage people, you really have to be innovative. Like it's 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 not easy to catch someone's attention. If I think about myself, there is very few things that I would call you know um, exciting or something that I haven't seen before. And when it comes to a mobile AR application or it comes to I don't know a kiosk-based solution, this is something that people would probably look at and first they would look like, what is this? I mean, where am I? How does this? work and then when they get a grip of it they realize that oh my god this is so cool like every time we deploy the um, Marcelo AR um, installation which is which was a project we did recently for Adidas people at the beginning just don't understand what am I supposed to do in front of a screen but then Marcelo walks in and then everyone just basically does a wow because um, what the hell like Marcelo is next to me oh my god so yeah I think that you know, catching someone's attention um, and, and delivering a message through this is a key uh, key to at, at everyone's hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's, it's sometimes fascinating because uh, we we are usually working with with three D animations or green screen content, but. Uh, you know, just this point of, of the, the whole experience being very intuitive. I think it's very important um, because. Uh, it's just fascinating to see that you know people can just step in and enjoy, and they don't don't really need to think that much. Of course, when we are introducing some level of interactivity through let's let's say gesture control, then there's a bit of a learning curve. But but what I love about AR is that it just allows people to connect with technology in a much much more natural way than than you know the traditional keyboard or the touch screen you can just really you know feel into it and, and be part of the experience from the beginning and but also don't forget the touch screen because that's still a thing <laughs> yeah, like with thing. with with the mobile <laughs> devices and tablets and um, all sorts of other you know um, things I think for example when we when we develop something for kids which is uh, which is basically which is maybe displayed on a touch screen that's uh, that's again immediate engagement for for kids uh, when they see uh, their favorite character appearing on the mobile phone next to their mommy or next to their pad then that's again something that you you just can't deny it's beautiful people enjoy it kids and parents enjoy it they share it it's already out there mm-hmm. yeah and, and I think you know, the touchscreen and the keyboard still has to stay a thing yeah. for a while because I think that's that's one of the core points with AR that it's, it's not really designed to to take over the whole experience or, or be the main point but rather to enhance it and just provide another other layer basically to to what we already know very well through you know our touchscreen and, and and keyboard based devices. You guys mentioned interactivity. What are the options in terms of interactivity when it comes to AR content, AR experiences? So from production uh, point of view, uh, there are a few ways to make a augmented reality content uh, interactive. Um, 
we have a uh, project that I've just mentioned before, which we developed for Adidas a couple of weeks, months ago, um, which was um, shot in a green screen studio. Uh, we... Um, we met Marcelo from Real Madrid, the famous football player, and um, we spent a couple of days in Madrid uh, creating that environment where he just then walked in and we had like very short amount of time to, to, to work with him. So in that, um, in that system, what happens is that there is a host on the ground holding an iPad in his hand and uh, basically he triggers the content through a button on the, on the user interface. And when Marcelo walks on the scene, walks into the scene, uh, the host has a um, power of uh, triggering a positive reaction or negative reaction from the character. And obviously there is another part in the in the experience because there has to be someone in front of the screen, a, a, a user, if we want to make it very official. And that, you, and that user is performing some football tricks or any kind of tricks. And then that's the game in the, in the, in the experience that the host triggers a good or he likes it or dislikes it. So Marcelo either says, oh yeah, good job. Or Marcelo just acts like, oh no, it wasn't very good. Um, and that's um, in a way uh, interactive because we are triggering content real time. Obviously there is a human interference or a human I don't know, um, person needs to take uh, part in, in, the, in the experience, but um, still... Um, someone is deciding what's happening on the ground and it's not a pre-rendered, not a uh, predestined um, sequence of animations. So that's, that's, one, um, that's one way of making it more interactive. And then there is another way, which is a completely full-blown interactive uh, solution, which is um, our live avatar system. Um, that's a little bit more complicated because um, it involves a, uh, an additional member of staff to be on the ground on every installation which makes it sometimes a little bit more difficult to deploy. But um, um, so basically we need an actor who is, who, is, uh, who is performing as the 3D character on the screen. Just um, very simply what happens is that you have the huge screen and behind the screen there is a so-called acting area. And in the acting area there is this actor wearing a um, motion capture suit and we are transmitting his motion data onto the screen while overlaying a um, live avatar character. And because this actor can hear the audience and can also speak to the audience, and this goes vice versa, um, there can be full uh, real-time interaction between user and um, character, which means unlimited amount of content basically non-stop as long as the actor can breathe uh, this system can go on and and uh, do very funny things again some again I think that the key in this uh, in this one is that the more extraordinary the character is the more unconventional and um, unusual the character is the more entertaining it is to people to find themselves talking to someone like an alien or a robot or a or a beast or something uh, because normally you wouldn't do that and if the actor is is really good then it becomes a very very naturally funny and engaging and entertaining experience that's really the ultimate level of interactivity <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that sounded very technical <laughs> 
what about what are the common misconceptions when it comes to AR and uh, what the tech can do? Uh, let's just say 7D holograms. Yeah, we, we love 7D holograms. They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> what is 7D hologram? That's a good question. <laughs> so I, I, I met with so many definitions of 7D hologram that probably I couldn't pick one. But <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite? <laughs> my, my favorite is, of course, when, when you know, um, we get inquiries for for like proper holograms appearing out of nowhere, <laughs> which is, you know, it's, it's a very interesting question. And of course, coming from, from movies like Star Trek and, and Star Wars. Um, but, the, but the truth is that all, all experiences that are called holographic are still, you know, projected on some sort of surface. So when, when you see the examples from Coachella, when, when Tupac appears or, um, or, or Michael Jackson, yeah, one. Michael Jackson, uh, they, they usually, so it's a transparent foil that they project. So it's, there's still a surface, um, there. Yes, which which means that it's practically a screen-based experience, <laughs> but makes people think that that you know um, holograms can can actually exist uh, in the physical world without any any hardware needed, um, which is of course not the case. But you know it's it's alright, and I think still when we get an inquiry like that. And that that tells a lot about w- what are the goals of the client and and what they would like to achieve, which is you know allow people to meet with characters um, or <clears throat> being transported into environments, which is very exciting. Um, <clears throat> so, so we usually, you know, try to focus on the vision that the client has. And <clears throat> whenever someone comes to us with, with an idea of 70 hologram or, <laughs> or any sort of hologram, we, we, we rather try to understand what is the core objective. So what is the outcome that, that the client would like to achieve? And then, of course, I think it's our responsibility to to turn that vision into something executable um, and and something that can benefit you know our, our partners' business and also the the visitors of, of that that specific event or space. Probably this also comes from the fact that they see all those portfolio videos, um, and then it's really a screen grab that they're looking at. They just don't realize <coughs> that a screen is required for the experience. Yes, I think that um, there are still a lot of um, gray areas around 3D technology, certainly augmented reality technology. I personally met and talked to people who who just don't understand without actually looking at it. Uh, and these are people from my age, so it's not like we're talking to, um, I don't know, people who has nothing to do with technology. Um, it's just very hard to understand. And honestly, if I wasn't in the industry, I'm not sure if, if it was it would be immediately obvious for me what this is about and, and what the technology is capable of. I think we, uh, India as, as an AR company has a responsibility to somehow um, cultivate um, the, the, the understanding of, of what this technology is, is capable of. And, you know, if I have to take my car to a garage and, and get it repaired and I hear a weird noise that I, don't, I cannot identify, I ask exactly the same somewhat, you know, um, silly questions. But then I am educated afterwards and then I, and I, and I come and I understand what I have to do to get the, the solution. So I think that uh, even if sometimes uh, starting a project uh, with a, a client who doesn't necessarily have all the knowledge can be a little bit tiring or, or, or 
more difficult than than in an ideal situation. But but it's our job to 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 make them understand and and give them the solution that they probably don't even know they need. And we have to figure out what they don't know yet, and then they will like it, and then they will obviously accept it and 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 continue to work with us. So I think that um, I'm I'm looking at it more from a human uh, point of view, and um, I honestly I don't um, I don't see why um, why this couldn't be spread to you know wide audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's much easier to show what we are doing than to than to explain in words. So you know whenever <clears throat> we send the video across, or if someone has a chance to. To, to see it live or take part in an experience it, so there are no more questions left it's, it, it just becomes very very clear yes I have participated in uh, so many um, demo uh, occasions where we've been talking to the client for months and then uh, somehow I ended up in a location where I had the chance to meet this person and when he walked up uh, walked up to the screen and looked on it and and he was like oh my god I had a completely different idea of what this is even though we were talking to him for 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 quite a long time but when he saw it in in reality and he saw it with his eyes then uh, then he then finally understood what this is so yeah, so there are situations where you can't help it, but we're doing our best to to get the message through. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to know more about Indie, please visit us at www.industry.com.